Pastor Chris's podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, so Summer Extreme, I've put the feelers out. I think we have enough interested, and so we're going to get details out to you this week, and let's get it booked and go have a good time. Last year, um, we had it on our radar, and then the whole conference fell apart because of COVID. So we had, we had a very different retreat last year, but it was good. It was a good break, I think. Um, but this year, let's get back to those very loud bands. How old am I? And the <laughs> and the 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 awesome speakers. And I think it's going to be a good time again. Um, so look for information this week on all of that. When um, when this pandemic started, gosh, we're almost a year into into shutdowns and and all of that. And Pastor Chris asked me if I would start doing youth moments. He said, you know, just get up there and say what's on your heart. And, and that's pretty easy for, like I've said multiple times, I can talk about anything. <laughs> but this morning, I want to be very specific to some of my youth members and some of the adults alike. Because what's on my heart this morning um, is answered prayer. And I'm going to try real hard not to cry. <laughs> my daddy died when I was 18 years old. And I didn't have a close relationship with my daddy. He, he had some issues with addiction, and so we didn't have a close relationship. But when my mama and my daddy divorced, when I was in the fourth grade, there was this sweet little lady and sweet little man that lived down the street from us, Mary and her son, Alan. And my mama became best friends with Mary. And Alan became our father figure. And he loved us, even though he didn't have to love us. And he's been there for us through some horrible things and through some awesome things. When I got married, my daddy had already passed, so Alan sat on the front row where my daddy would have sat at my wedding. And he loves our grandbabies more than he loved us, <laughs> or he loves our babies, his grandbabies, more than he loved us. And Alan had some sickness. He had esophageal cancer, and um, he had surgery three weeks ago, and we've been praying for, for Alan and for his healing. And things just didn't go as planned, and we thought Alan was going to come home next week. That was the plan. On Thursday, he was going to be moved from the ICU, and he was going to come home next week. And we were all excited because we haven't been able to see him. This stupid pandemic, you can't get in. You can't visit your loved ones when they're in the hospital. And so we were, we were happy that he was progressing the way he was. And Thursday night, he had a setback. And so we all started praying. And we had prayer warriors through social media and all of these places praying, praying for Alan, praying for healing, specifically praying for healing. And on Friday, my sister talked to the doctors, and, and they said, you know, we're going to look at some long-term plans, but we're not there yet. And Saturday morning at 4.15, Alan passed away. And that's where you could get real mad. You could say, God, all of these people were praying for healing for Alan. He's supposed to come home next week. 
that's where you could turn your back on God and say, how dare you abandon all of these prayers? But let me tell you something. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 tells me that if I have confidence that God is, that Jesus is the Son of God and He is my Savior, I have eternal life. And I can have confidence that He hears my prayers. And I can also have confidence that He will answer those prayers that please Him. We prayed for healing. Alan knew that Jesus was the Son of God. And so we are told also in 1 John that if we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, we have eternal life forever and ever and ever. So while I could get real upset and say, how dare you not answer my prayer when I had all of these people in agreement with me, I have to realize he did, y'all. He answered my prayer. We don't know what life would have been like when Alan came home from the hospital. But I can guarantee you right now that he is in heaven rejoicing with his loved ones who have gone on before him. God answers our prayers. Sometimes it's not the way we want them to be answered. Sometimes it, it causes sadness in our hearts here on earth. But there's rejoicing in that answered prayer. And it's hard. It's hard for us as adults to understand. So it has to be hard for teenagers and for children to understand that that's, that's an answered prayer. But it is. He's in heaven. And so I want you to be mindful of that. I want you to remember that when you pray for anything, if it pleases God, he hears your prayer. And he will answer your prayer. If it's that test that you didn't study for, he may not be real pleased. Right? There are times when we're just asking for the grand wish master. I mentioned that a few weeks ago. To just kind of get us through situations. Verse John's real specific. It needs to please him. But if you love Jesus, if you love God, and you ask that his will be done in any situation, that's a pleasing prayer. He wants his will to be done. And so I just want you to remember that. When you go to God in prayer about any situation, I want you to remember, first of all, he hears it. Know that he hears it. And second, just because it may not be answered the way that you had hoped it would be answered, it will be answered in the way that it needs to be answered because God sees the big picture. I love you guys. And I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there while I'm talking. Wednesday, maybe I may not be in town. I may be out of town for the funeral. So be on the lookout. If I'm here, we will have pizza with Amy. But if I'm not here, then we'll, we'll skip this week. Love you guys. I hope you have a great week.